approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, what is going on everybody welcome back into the fantasy coaches podcast i am your host as always coach steve guys i'm looking a little low on my coaching staff today guys uh coach jibs is not back yet coach john had other plans he unfortunately could not pass up uh so it's me just kind of rocking the the coaching room by myself tonight helping you guys out to win some championships hopefully your week four went off pretty well uh, definitely a lot of big names, I think, kind of took over a lot of fantasy teams. Uh, and that, that's bound to happen week to week where there's just a couple of players that just, damn, you had to play against them this week, you probably lost your matchup. I mean, Josh Allen, Stephon, Steph, Stephon Diggs, uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, a lot of shitty things like that. So there, there's a lot to take in there. Uh, but again, it's only week five, guys. We're only going into week five now. Uh, so again, if you guys are joining in at any time, please feel free to throw some comments into the YouTube channel. And if you're not listening on YouTube, you should, because it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's our fantasy, co- the fantasy coaches at our YouTube channel. Uh, so let's get right into it here. This is hopefully going to be somewhat of a quicker episode tonight for you guys. So you won't have to listen for a whole hour. So, uh, news wise, some injuries that we need to monitor for the week here, uh, T Higgins fractured ribs. Uh, it looks like he's probably going to miss some time, but uh, we don't know how much as, as as of the moment here. So keep him on your minds because he has not been playing well for us in fantasy. So T. Higgins, fractured ribs, likely to miss time. So be prepared for that. Javante Williams, uh, hip flexor, if I'm not mistaken here. He's not really supposed to miss any time, but you just don't know with injuries like with your hips, those things can come back very quickly. Um, Justin Herbert, injured hand but he said it's nothing it's no big deal uh matthew stafford looks like a nasty hip injury but um you know they say that he's going to be ready to go next week so uh hopefully there's no worry there but definitely some concern Jawan johnson has a calf injury barely didn't even play in this game if i'm not mistaken with the saints uh no word on his update yet kenny pickett steal his quarterback uh knee injury uh it said they said it's not something that's going to be long term but they have a bye week in week six so there's a potential that he sits one week and then heals up to be ready for the week seven game um so be ready for that possibly no kenny pickett again you weren't starting kenny pickett unless you were in a super flex league anyway at best and jonathan taylor is coming off the pump uh and he's supposed to be practicing as early as of wednesday so we'll see if that actually comes true maybe he'll be traded before the week's over we'll have to wait and see again News-wise, guys, no thing that is like, oh, my God, someone's out for the year. Like, we've been getting these last few weeks. But the T. Higgins thing is is definitely a big thing. But he wasn't even performing for us in fantasy anyway. So it's not like he was on. he's going to be on the field anyway for us. All right. So let's get over to the first topic of the night, guys. Like I said, we're doing keeps and cuts. And then we'll get into some waiver wire talk here. So here's some players. This week, uh, there's, there's bye weeks. There's going to be our first round of bye weeks. This is the first real test for your team and how your depth is. Uh, for the season here, I believe the Chargers, the Seahawks, the Browns, and I can't think of the last team offhand. Um, but it's definitely a tougher waiver, uh, tougher, tougher bye week because there's a lot of good names out there on on those teams there. So 
I'm going to start with some keeper cuts here. Start off the top here, Dak Prescott in a one QB league. And again, all this, this, I guess you wouldn't cut a quarterback in a super flex league. You'd be crazy to do that. But a one QB league, is Dak cuttable at this point? And I think he is at this point. Uh, we're just not seeing um, enough from him to really uh, go out there and perform on a weekly basis, but he doesn't have to. That That's the thing. He doesn't have to perform into that level right there. I mean, the defense is just dominating fantasy right now. And, I mean, you're getting your defense scoring touchdowns left and right. What's the point of using Dak Prescott anyway? Um, and he just doesn't even look that good either when he's getting his opportunities on the field. So if you're looking for a switch up at your quarterback position, Dak Prescott is a pretty good cut. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. Now, people might ask about Jameer Gibbs. Under 10 fantasy points each and every single week. Uh, obviously, a major difference in between him and Dave Montgomery on that Thursday night football game where we thought this could be another good opportunity for Jameer Gibbs. It wasn't. But you don't cut him yet. You know, you draft him at a high pick. You maybe picked him in dynasties on a rookie pick very high. You still hold on to him uh, right now in fantasy. His time will come. It's going to take some more time here. That That's the only issue with a guy like Jameer Gibbs here. I don't know if he's ever going to be a guy that's going to be a true elite RB1, um, but he will have better weeks ahead of him. Again, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet this season here. I really am looking forward to more work from him. He does have a bye in week nine. So usually when I say bye weeks during the regular season here, that's when they try to get their rookies a little bit more involved. So I'm hoping by midseason, we're going to see a little bit more of Jameer Gibbs, but you don't cut him, obviously. Joshua Kelly uh, on a bye now, uh, under 10 fantasy points without uh, without Austin Eckler on the field. He is cut from your team this week here. Austin Eckler should be back following the bye week. Um, so he's good to go. Najee Harris, first game slightly over 10 fantasy points. Is he a cut or is he a keep? You probably still have to keep this guy. The name value is there. Uh, he, he's got too much potential still to just throw on waivers and let someone else deal with it because there hopefully is better games down the road. Maybe the mix up with Mr. Trubisky this week can kind of get this offense going. And that's terrible to say out loud, but maybe that's what can get this offense going a little bit. Delvin cook, uh, under eight fantasy points in each game this year. I, I think you can cut him at this point here. Um, you know, he's was third on snaps this week here. He's just not performing. So I think at this point, you could just let him go and try to pick up more of an upside play. Michael Thomas, under 10 fantasy points in each game this season here. Derek Carr is banged up. We don't know what they're going to do in this situation there. I think the Saints might be. No, the Saints aren't on a bye. Uh, we don't know what they're going to do with Derek Carr. If they're going to let him continue to just play the way he's playing. I mean, we saw how bad that passing unit was with an injured Derek Carr. I think if you're looking for a change in your roster and you need to make a move or maybe, again, this waiver wire is not great. But if there's someone out there that's still like, oh, wow, like I want this guy, you might want to be you might be OK cutting Michael Thomas at the moment. Uh, Jalen Warren, Jalen Warren, Jalen Waddle, under 11 fantasy points in each game here. Just hold on to him. There are better days coming for him. You know, this offense, we've seen this offense be amazing. This was a bad week for the Dolphins offense. Expect better games from Jalen Waddle. Like, imagine Jalen Waddle playing in the Denver game. He probably would have had a great game. Uh, so just there's going to be better games for him. Jahan Dotson, under 11 fantasy points. He got a touchdown, which was nice. Um, but I think at this point, you can just let him go. If there's someone else out there that you like better that you might need a position for, I don't think Jahan Dotson is his, – his breakout season, I don't think is happening at this moment. They have a lot of tough matchups, the commanders, this year. Uh, Sky Moore, wide receiver 63 on the year. You can cut him. It, it's just not happening with this this receiver and core. I think Rishi Rice is a better player right now. You want to go pick up here. Uh, hey, Smokey the Cat, what's going on? Uh, question on the side here. Who do you prefer, Josh Allen, Josh Jacobs, or Kirk, Christian Kirk, and Jamar Chase? Ooh, that is a fun, fun topic right now of discussion. Uh, I think I'm still leaning towards the Josh Allen, Josh Jacobs, which is crazy to say because Kirk Cousin has, has been so good. 
Um, but the Bengals offense has scared me this season. Joe Burrow does not look on point. I'm pretty sure just Jamar Chase had an interview after last week's game or was this week's game that he was like, he's like, bro, you're crazy for playing right now. Like, why are you playing? Uh, that was Jamar Chase telling Joe Burrow that uh, I just don't see this offense really clicking right now. Uh, to, to go out and have Chase in your team. Yes, there's upside there potential. Obviously, he has a, he had a fantastic game two weeks ago. This week was pretty decent. Um, but I think there's still great games to come for Josh Allen. And Josh Jacobs, really, I don't think he had his best season, part of his season yet. He is going to continue to get better as the season goes on. Don't forget, like, he, you know, he was, he had a holdout this year. You know, he didn't practice with the team all season. You know, you need time to get that, especially with the new quarterback. You know, the offense changed a little bit there. So, I think I'd still lean Josh Allen and, and Josh Jacobs, but I, I see the appeal of maybe going after Kirk Cousins, or maybe you're trying to do the opposite, trying to get rid of Kirk Cousins and Jamar Chase. Um, so definitely a fun question there. All right, what's up, guys? Uh, would you give up Terry McLaurin and Dallas defense to get Stephon Diggs? Ooh, that is interesting. Oh, man. Uh, let, let me take a look real quick at what Dallas' schedule looks like the rest of the year, because that that is the big kicker here. Ah, I mean, you're looking at San Fran. That's going to be tough. The Chargers going to be tough. The Rams, not so much. Eagles, two times. You got Buffalo and Miami and Detroit in there. You don't know how long this, you know, these defenses. Is this, oh, you have your wide receivers there. Devontae, McLaurin. Ah, man, I think I wouldn't make that move there. I mean, you're, you got, you're getting a player who's a first-round pick with Terry McLaurin, who only plays good with the Eagles, so you get that little bump in his value this week. And Dallas' defense, while amazing, you don't know how long that's going to keep up all season long. I mean, Dallas hasn't played anyone that was fantastic. The Giants, the Jets, the Cardinals, the the Patriots, like these aren't good offenses. Like they're not high-power offenses. So if you're getting an opportunity to get a guy like Stephon Diggs, I, I wouldn't make that move, to be honest there. I, I think you could use that move right now uh, to go get him right now for the, for the rest of the season. Yeah, because he'll slide in right in as your wide receiver one, wide receiver two, and and your offense, your team will look much better with that long term for the rest of the season. So I like it. Um, Elijah Moore under nine fantasy points in each game. Yeah, I think at this point you can kind of let him. Oh yeah, you'd be getting digs. Yeah, yeah, I'd want, I'd want to get digs. I, I, I'd want digs on that situation. Yeah, for hundred um, percent. Elijah Moore, I think you can just drop at this point. I, I don't really think you're going through the bye week here. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, you're getting giving, you're giving up Dallas's defense and Terry McLaurin. Yeah, no, I, I'd still like that move. I, I still like that one out there a lot. Uh, Gerald Everett held under eight fantasy points each game this year. I, I think you can just cut Gerald Everett at this point. There's really no need to have him uh, on your team at this point. He's on a bye week. I, he hasn't really performed. Kyle Pitts, that's a big kicker, another big kicker. Held under seven fantasy points in each game this season. Do you cut him? You can't cut Kyle Pitts. You just can't. There's nothing out there that's that has that upside that you could go after. But you have to go find another option at this point because at some point, Tyler Heineke hopefully will take over and hopefully that will be the key spark that, that this offense needs. Um, but you got to hold on to him for the meantime. Dallas Goddard, again, another situation where I, for Dallas Goddard, I feel more inclined to want to cut him because I just don't know when his time is going to come. As long as these two wide receivers are healthy and the run game is thriving, what's the point of throwing to Dallas Goddard? And even when he's getting thrown to, he's not really doing anything with the ball. He's seen heavy amount of targets each and every single week, leading seven targets in the last each of the last three games, and he's not doing anything with them. I think Dallas got it could be cut, uh, but again, you have to have the reason to drop them out there right now. Let's see, what do you say? Uh, Colts defense or Washington's? I, I I think Washington's defense 
I would probably lean towards them uh, against Chicago on a short week here over the Colts defense. Uh, the Colts defense just doesn't they, – they really haven't looked that great. I think Washington has shown at times to be really good, especially that offensive line that Chicago just continues to let up sack after sack after sack. Even even a game where Justin Fields had 400 – like 300 yards and four touchdowns, I'm pretty sure he got sacked five times still in that game there. And, and Fields is still not the most impressive passer in the world. So there's potential for Washington to get five or six sacks and maybe pick off fields once or twice in this game here or even make them fumble so i would lean washington there but uh those are the trades uh keeps or cuts for the week guys we'll have more obviously every single week as we go on but let's get into the waiver wire portion of tonight's show all right last week cj Stroud and Jameis winston were the guys that we said the most that you should pick up Jameis thing didn't work out obviously because Derek Carr played but cj Stroud had another fantastic week uh running backs obviously everyone was picking up Devon a chan uh another fantastic week out of him taji spears you know, didn't really do that much, but got some yardage. Justice Hill really didn't play as much as I thought he would. Matt Breida will find out if I think Saquon's going to be out tonight. So Matt Breida will maybe have another opportunity there. Rico Dwelling got hurt in the game. Elijah Mitchell didn't play. Clyde Woods Hilaire didn't really do much. And Melvin Gordon caught a nice long pass, but that was really about it for him. Wide receivers wide, Tank Dell uh, kind of had a stinker of a week, unfortunately. Uh, Quentin Johnson didn't step up. Joshua Palmer had a decent outing. Uh, Romeo Dobbs was really good on Thursday night football here. Oh, I think the Packers might be on a bite soon next week. Uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, Melvin Gordon, Melvin, uh, Marvin Mims. Uh, again, we said he would have ups and downs and this was a down week for him. Tight ends. Jake Ferguson had a great week. Seven for 77. Great week. Luke Musgrave got hurt in his game on Thursday night. And uh, Donald Farham really just didn't do anything, unfortunately. And again, that was Coach John's pick, not mine. So love you, Coach John. Uh, all right, so let's get into the waiver wire talk here. This is a really bad waiver wire week, guys. Compared to what we've seen this season, this is probably the worst. So if you're looking to make a lot of waiver wire moves, not the, really the week to do it. If you need a quarterback, though, this is a good week. If you're looking for a quarterback, maybe you have Justin Herbert, uh, maybe you have Deshaun Watson, you need a quarterback to stream for the week. This is actually a decent week for quarterback streamers. CJ Stroud is obviously the number one pickup this week for quarterbacks overall. He has just been electric with 25 plus fantasy points each and every single week this season. They play Atlanta in a dome. Uh, this should be a matchup where he should be able to thrive in fantasy. He's just been playing way too well not to have an opportunity to do amazing. Again, 280 passing yards, two touchdowns every single week here. Um, there's there's prime opportunity uh, for CJ Stroud to do well. Uh, Smokey the Cat, another question here back in the chat here. All right, so let's see what you're changing things up here. Um, hmm. Four chase. All right. So you were trading. Okay, so I can see what you were doing before there. Okay. Um, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably choose the second one here. If you really want Jamar Chase on your team, and I understand why you want Jamar Chase, I would do the second one. I don't want to give up Josh Allen. I know Kirk Cousins was amazing early on in the season, but I would rather give up Josh Jacobs and DJ Moore. I don't trust DJ Moore on a week-to-week basis that he's going to have the games that he's been having every single week here. Yes, the Bears are not playing the Denver Broncos every single week. They're going to be better matchups, and we I don't know if this offense is really there. You're, you're selling DJ Moore on a high right now, which is perfect timing. Uh, so I would go with the second one. If you really want him between these two, I would take the second one. All right, AU for life. Uh, no problem, bro. Uh, would you, uh, would you trade uh, Dave Montgomery, Mike Thomas for Alvin Kamara? Absolutely, I would. Absolutely, I love that opportunity to grab Alvin Kamara. As I think there will be better days for Alvin Kamara. You're selling Dave Montgomery on a high right now. 
again, I don't know what's going on with this Detroit backfield. I have to assume at some point they drafted Jameer Gibbs in the first round. You're going to use him more, hopefully a little bit more at least. So I, I'm selling Dave Montgomery on a high and Mike Thomas. He's fine. I just don't see there's much upside. He's going to be maybe a decent wide receiver three, four all season, but nothing more than that. I don't think, I don't think we're seeing like a, you know, pre 2017, 18 Mike Thomas anymore. So yeah, Alvin Kamara will have a lot more, especially if David, uh, Derek Carr continuing to throw short passes to Alvin Kamara every single week. I would make that move uh, for another quarterback option this week. Joshua Dobbs. I would not expect to hear Joshua Dobbs name this year in, in any sort of waiver wire pickup, especially even, even in a super flex league, but he's playing well. Joshua Dobbs is doing so well this season right now. I mean, he's got 19 plus fantasy points in three straight weeks. He's playing as a QB one right now. And it's, what it is, it's his rushing flow. He's got 40 yards in each and every single game right now. And that's kind of propping his rush, his play from like maybe a borderline RB one uh, quarterback one to a pretty high QB one right now in fantasy. Like he's got Cincinnati this week, then he's got the Rams and he's got Seattle, all favorable matchups for the for quarterbacks this season. Here, if you're looking for a streaming quarterback right now, it's Joshua Dobbs. He's playing well, which is not something I would be saying uh, maybe a month ago from season. But those are my two favorite waiver wire pickups for quarterbacks, all under forty percent. Uh, other options, Sam Howell, you know, he's got the Bears this week. Definitely a good matchup. Ryan Tannehill's got the Colts. I think that's a favorable matchup for him. Uh, Zach Wilson plays Denver. I mean, Zach Wilson played good against the Chiefs on Monday night, last night on Sunday night. Maybe he has another week in him that the, he put up like 24 fantasy points. He was like the top 12 quarterback this week. So all interesting options. And if Daniel Jones might have been dropped over the last week or so, he might be out there in higher, higher percentages. He plays Miami this week. Definitely could be an option there for you as well. Uh, running backs again, the running backs, not great. Uh, Jalen McLaughlin, he's the number one waiver wire pickup for RBs. I'd say right now, and I'm not thrilled with it. Yeah. He had a really good game. Seven for 72, three, three catches for another 32 yards. Definitely someone that that you should be able to pick up and put on your bench for now and hold and see what happens. If Javante has to miss time, he seems like the more explosive back than using Samaje P Ryan in this Denver offense right now. So he's definitely someone that if you're looking for an RB, and again, you're not probably going to be able to start him. Maybe, maybe so. But he's definitely the pickup if you're looking for depth. And with bye weeks coming, he's a great guy to throw out there. I uh, see AU for life said, who do you think I could package James Conner and Romeo Dobbs to go and get right now? That is a fantastic question here. Let me take a look at my waivers real quick here and look at not waivers, but my chart of for, I mean, I don't know what position you're looking for. You're looking for a running back wide receiver. Uh, I could try to do a couple here for you. Um, you might be able to maybe potentially go out there and get a Joshua, uh, Josh, I'm sorry, Josh Jacobs, potentially still. Um, you might be able to get a James, uh, James Cook still. I, I don't think James Cook put up big numbers that you still can't get him on your team. If you're willing to take the risk in putting Saquon back in your, on your team here, uh, that could be a potential opportunity to go get him right now. Uh, wide receiver. But, yeah, I mean, running backs is kind of hard because a lot of people don't want to give up their elite running backs, and I don't think James Conner is, is a decent replacement. Uh, but you might be able to maybe get off Saquon if someone's still concerned about him not coming back soon. But let me look at wide receiver real quick for you. Uh, wide receivers that maybe aren't performing really that well right now that you could go out and grab. Um, I mean, I would shoot your shot for Jalen Warren, uh, Jalen Warren, <laughs> Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle has not obviously done much this season. Uh, I would look at that owner and see if maybe he's willing to move him a little bit there. Uh, Tyler Lockett is someone who's, I think, has better games ahead of him right now. 
I even think DK Metcalf, one of these Seattle wide receivers, like they have been decent this year, but I still think their blow up games are coming. Uh, the Chris Olave owner might be freaking out right now over their, his one catch of four yards. Just go out there and see if maybe he's willing to maybe negotiate something uh, for that package out there. Uh, again, you're not going to get too much higher than that. I mean, Amari Cooper could be a, a good value for both those, you know, had a bad week without Deshaun Watson there. He might be able to bounce back after their bye week and, if Watson claims he's going to be good, which it seems like he will be after his bye, I mean, he still has, you know, borderline wide receiver one, uh, wide receiver one upside for Amari Cooper the rest of the season. So something like that, I think some of those options could work for you. Um, again, going back to waiver wire running backs here, Chuba Hubbard, uh, my second guy off the board. Hey, no problem. Again, not a sexy option, but again, he played more than Miles Sanders this week. Miles Sanders is dealing with an injury. Chuba Hubbard is playing on the, Passing downs is right now in the offense here. He's seeing a good amount of receptions and targets in the offense. Again, not someone you're going to be starting, but someone you could pick up and put on your bench. Tajay Spears, you've seen a lot of these rookie running backs kind of blow up. You know, Derrick Henry's older. We don't know what's going to happen with him. Tajay Spears should probably be rostered at this point and at least put on your bench for now. Maybe he's not start worthy that yet, but during bye weeks, he could have potential. Jeff Wilson, I mean, I'd put him on my team. I know that Devon Aton is amazingly playing very, very well. Uh, so is Raheem Mostert. But Jeff Wilson has has a role, I think, when he comes back. It, it doesn't. I don't like it because we all love what the rookie my, Dolphin do, is doing, but he might have a role when he gets back. So it's something to keep on mind. And again, this week is just just handcuff your studs. Handcuff someone else's studs. Go get the Tank Bigsby's, the Zeke Elliott's, the Zamir White's, the Rico Dwellings, the Elijah Mitchell's, the Jordan Mason if Mitchell's hurt, the Justice Hill's. Uh, go get the backup guys because right now there's not a running back you could say I'm plugging in as my RB2 this week. But these are all bench guys and potential upsides that you want to hold on to. Maybe if you're struggling at running back this year. Uh, wide receivers. and uh, Wide receivers, again, this is a little bit better for wide receivers right now. Quinn Johnson, if he's out there still, I am still want to add him to my team. He's not going to be up on the top waivers because he's got a bye week. So you might be able to pick him up in a sneaky, sneaky way. Uh, Jameson Williams is my number one pickup this week. Yeah, I'm solo today, Cameron. My, my my staff could not make it on the show today, but they'll be back on Thursday. At least one of them hopefully will be back on Thursday. Uh, Jameson Williams is definitely the number one pickup if you're looking for a wide receiver. Again, he hasn't really done that much in the NFL. The truth to say, like, oh, my God, he's coming back and there's a lock and loaded start. But the up potential upside and talent, you have to go pick up Jameson Williams right now. We should have told you last week, and that's, all, that's my fault. I should have mentioned, go get Jameson Williams now because – well, we also didn't know that Jameson Williams was going to have his suspension reduced from six to down to four. So Jameson Williams is playing next week. So go pick him up right now. You know, this Detroit offense is thriving, and it seems like he could be a, a missing piece to make this offense explode. Uh, so Jameson Williams is my number one waiver wire pickup overall this week. Uh, Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed is going to be the slot wide receiver for this Green Bay Packers team. His role is not going to change, but he's been so good this season here so far. Uh, that you want to put him on your team right now. He He's played very well, and, you know, he's seen at least five targets in every single week here, at least 45 yards in every single week. I, I, there's better plays for him coming down the road here. There's a lot of good matchups that they're going to be in situations where, you know, this Packers team's going to be in shootouts, and Jalen Reed will benefit from it. Uh, continue to pick up Marvin Mims. Uh, his time will come. It might not be until midway through the season, but, 
pick him up now and stash him on your bench. He's a perfect type of player that if you're getting through bye week soon, the bye week season's coming now, and you need a guy to plug in as your flex, he's a perfect person to throw in a flex spot for a week because the potential upside is there. Now, he's not someone I want to start every week and try to determine when his blow-up games are going to be, but if you're in a pickle and you need somebody to throw on your, your team that you're bye week hell right now, he's the perfect guy to throw in there because he at any point he could give you three catches for 100 yards and a touchdown any single week. Uh, so he's a good bench guy to go out and grab. Uh, Curtis Samuel could be a good waiver guy to use in week five. Uh, Curtis Samuel has been pretty solid this year that no one's talking about. And, you know, he's got 50 yards in three or four games this year. He saw eight targets this past week. He saw a one yard rushing touchdown. Like he's, he's been used on all over the field and they play the bears this week. Like, that's a matchup that I want to attack this week. This that that commander's offense is a I want a piece of that in my offense this, in my starting lineup this week. So go get Curtis Samuel. Uh, and if you're like I said, if you're looking for uh, automatic play, I think he might be the most automatic play that you could probably go out and get right now because I think he's going to end up having a really good week. Uh, and Michael Wilson. Michael Wilson went off for seven for seventy-seven and, and uh, two touchdowns this week. He's got over seventy-five yards in back-to-back games now. Uh, over fifty yards in three straight games. And it's just going to get more. He's just going to know the offense and adapt to the NFL more and more as the season goes on. And they're playing good play. They're playing good offense there in Arizona, which I'm surprised. And again, they have been matchups. Like I said, I talked about Joshua Dobbs. Seattle. They have the Bengals this week, the Rams, Seattle, all favorable matchups before a couple of bad games. But again, you're looking for bye week replacements coming in the next three weeks here. Michael Wilson could be the guy that you can have on your team to help you through that. A um, couple other guys, uh, Josh Downs, Rashid, Rashid Rahid, uh, Calvin Austin, DJ Shark, Kyler Boyd, if he's out there, he's on a bot. Uh, they're all out there. None of those guys really excite me, but they could use that. Oh, Cameron, oh, no way. 0-4. Oh, man, bro, you're just not having the season, bro. You're just not having the great best season here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what, Devonta Smith. Should I drop someone for Tyler Boyd? Ah, uh, man. I would drop Zay Jones. I think you could drop Zay Jones at this point here or Elijah Moore. I would probably pick Zay Jones just because I trust Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. Uh, so he would be the guy if you're looking to pick up Tyler Boyd. But again, Tyler Boyd is not something he is not going to. I don't think he's going to just step up into a wide receiver two role. Uh, I just this offense is not looking good outside of Jamar Chase. Uh, just note that. I mean, you might not be starting him, but you're going to be adding him to your bench. Um, that's all I really got to say about Tyler Boyd right now. Like, but if like, you know, if Jaden Reed was out there, maybe Curtis Samuel, I would pick up one of those guys and drop Zay Jones for right now. Even Michael Wilson, um, they might not be there at 14 man league. So it's kind of hard with depth and everything. But, um, if you're going to look to pick up Tyler Boyd, I I would drop Zay Jones there in, in that situation, my friend. Uh, okay. So let's finish it off here with the last part of the night here. And if you guys have any questions, please feel free to drop them in here. Uh, do I like hanging on to JSN? That's a great question here. I still want to hang on to JSN right now. Oh, so oh, Zay Jones moved on your IR. That's perfect here. I do still want to hang on to him, unfortunately. Oh, you know what you should do? Look towards a team that might be 4-0, 3-1 after this week is over and look to see if maybe he'll give up a, a solid bench spot that you could start and give him JSN. Um, because you need players to play now, but I'm not just throwing JSN out there because he's going to be a hot pickup still. Um, I don't know when his season will come. I really have no idea at this point here. Maybe it comes tonight. We might be talking about it completely different after tonight, but um, you have to just give him time. And if you unfortunately don't have time as your 0-4 team, but 
I would look towards finding the owners who are four and zero because they want a player like JSN, the stash from their team. There, they want to get a guy like oh JSN on my team. We the second half breakout, and look to see if you can grab somebody from their teams there. Like I said, if you find that out and you and if you have a player in mind, hit us up over on Twitter or wait until Thursday. Uh, we'll be back Thursday, same time as we always are, and let us know if there's a player on one of those four and zero, three and one teams that you might want to consider trading in JSN for. But I just wouldn't, I wouldn't personally just drop them. Uh, tight ends again, not a great week for tight ends either. Again, Jake Ferguson would be the guy I would want to pick up if I had to pick somebody, uh, but he might be too uh, not available in leagues. Luke Musgrave again, I still want to try to look Luke Musgrave out there. Um, he's a young tight end that's been thriving in this offense here. He got hurt this week, so I got to give him some credit that he'll be back and good for next week. Uh, Jonas Smith, I can't believe we're going to be talking about Jonas Smith, but Jonas Smith has seen, he has seen some great work in this offense so, so far this season here. I mean, he's got at least 35 yards in three straight games. He's got at least six targets in three straight games. I mean, this week he was six for six for 95 yards. Uh, absolutely, Cameron, no problem. So Jonah Smith, if you're looking for a tight end this week, guy, he they might he might be worth just a pick up and throw on your team and see what happens. I mean, the way this team is playing, they're playing Houston this week. Houston's not great for tight end. It's not a not a it's an easier place for tight ends. It might be worth picking him up this week. And then um, yeah, I mean Noah Fant, if he plays well tonight, I'd trust him to pick him up this week. And Logan Thomas is a solid play either too. So there's some decent options that you can pick up for the tight end position as well here, um, but. Yeah, that's the waiver wire week, guys. Again, there's no one here that I'm like, oh my God, I got to get on my team besides Mamie's and Jameson Williams. But again, he's even a risky play still. Uh, but yeah, that that's going to wrap things up tonight, guys. Again, by myself here, 30 minutes. That, that's all I can really give you guys. There's really not much more we need to say here. Um, again, if you have any questions, feel, please feel free to always tune in to our live shows uh, on our YouTube channel at the Fantasy Coaches. You can ask your questions right here in the chat. We'll absolutely answer them. We're not going to say, oh, we're not answering comments today we're going to answer every comment we see in our chat here every monday and thursday 5 30 p.m eastern uh eastern time uh so always tune in there and if you want to ask this question offline you know hit us up over on twitter at coaches fantasy more than welcome to happy answer any questions waiver wire trades start and sits that's what we're here to do guys help you guys win some championships uh so again i'll give you guys a quick top five for waiver wire pickups this week probably number one is jameson williams number two would probably be cj shroud uh, number three would be Jalen uh, Jalen McLaughlin. Uh, number four would probably be Jalen Reed. And number five would probably be Curtis Samuel this week. So uh, I want to thank you guys all for listening, tuning in. Uh, we'll be back hopefully at least half-staffed on Thursday night for our Start and Sit show, guys. And appreciate you all for tuning in, whether you guys are listening live now and chatting up in the comments or if you're listening afterwards. Uh, well, good. We appreciate you guys tuning in however which way. So uh, we'll be back on Thursday, guys. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a good one. The back is not far fetched. We got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Sh- like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High off the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players cover this nuts as look Opponents are doomed and these are the facts I keep it 100 like I'm running track Listen up Jack, I'ma head back Back to the blowing that, blowing that, blowing that, go